0: What's up, this is Chase Young. What's up, this is Terry McLaurin. This is Ryan Fitzpatrick. you listen listening to the Washington Football Talk Podcast.
1: Not every night has to be momentous for it to be a good night. And the Washington football team returned to practice at FedEx Field, an old beat-up stadium. But fans were there, and it was kind of awesome.
2: See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Orsman Ford Lincoln. Let's ride together.
1: What up, everybody? It's J.P. Finley. It's Washington Football Talk Podcast. Listen, I'm not going to get romantic about practice at FedEx Field, but it was cool to be back with fans in the stands, walking around like it wasn't particularly Securitized, all the kind of stuff we've gotten accustomed to. Uh, we're going to talk plenty about it. I'm joined by Mitch Tischler and Pete Haley, as always. Brought to you by Oarsman Automotive of Virginia, as always. We ride with them. Want you to do the exact same thing. Check them out online, oarsmanva.com. Six locations all over Northern Virginia. Boys, before we get to the action on the field, what'd you think just being back here with a bunch of fans there?
3: I thought it was so cool. I loved it. Uh, It was really great all last season we were there no fans you know you could hear everything that happened on the field but certainly didn't have that feel of a you know what an nfl football game is supposed to feel like talking to folks on the concourse walking in you know there were so many fans this being a a free you know ticket to get in there were so many fans that it was their first time at the stadium or they hadn't been to the stadium in a long time and i think everyone was pretty pretty damn excited to be back here and and watch football and you know, like JP said, it wasn't a momentous day of practice out there,
4: but it was cool as hell to be back amongst everybody. There have been plenty of nights where we have stared at the purple, orange, and green FedEx field lettering and thought to ourselves, I hope I never come back to this godforsaken place. Plenty of blowouts and disappointing losses, but it is nice to be sitting here looking at that sign and kind of just being pleased that we're around this area again. Parking lot is emptying, but it was it was full for a night in August, and yeah hearing some roars for some bigger plays. It just was it was a good evening and a nice step, I think, for everybody.
1: A good little wedding of the uh, whistle as we get closer to week one. Yeah, I agree with that. And it was um, even just like the loudest cheer. I mean, the, the two loudest cheers were the fits deep to McLaurin on the play action. But I think the loudest cheer might have just been when Chase Young came out of the tunnel.
4: Chase and Ron got definitely the two loudest tunnel ovations. You were in
3: the middle. JP was in the middle of his live shot for Channel 4 and he was in the tag of it, and you heard the crowd roar, and and JP, you know, made a point of it on on TV, and, you know, Chase is a guy that plays it up. We saw it during, uh, in Richmond, you know, they can't really go over necessarily and, you know, high-five the fans and and do all that kind of stuff, but walks out, he kind of did the, you know, after a tennis match when a guy wins, he kind of goes to all four corners and, you know, waves or gives a thumbs up or whatever it may be. Chase did that. We saw Terry, when he ran out on the field, came out with, like, six sets of gloves and yeah. we're just tossing them into the fa- I mean that's the kind of stuff that, that builds fan bases that gets people excited that gets everyone engaged I thought it was cool if
1: I may there are a ridiculous amount of helicopters flying around here
4: I think it's that guy's been circling is for it a just while. that
1: one dude yeah
4: I don't know what, what he's doing? circling for might be trying to get a live shot of us
1: Pete, you know, can you radio up and
3: tell him to stop yeah sure
1: whatever you need Mitch I think I'll say this, and I don't know how long this will last, but this team organization is clearly trying to redo everything, right? Like, the culture, we keep hearing about all these things. And right now, again, I don't know how long this lasts, but the players are bought into trying to engage the fans and get them back out. And Ron clearly is, but Ron is a little more invested in all things of the organization. Like, typically players are kind of come and go with trying to get dudes to come to games. I mean, we know in the past, I know for a fact that players didn't like playing home games because they got booed at home all the time. Like, we, we you do the incredible Josh Norman quote. They sit in their seats and they, they boo. boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, they boo. But Ron Rivera afterwards, Ron is also honest most of the time with this kind of stuff. And he was asked, you know, you're trying to win this fan base back how do you think it's going and ron was like they're curious they're, they're curious if last year was real or a fluke or what what's up man and uh i think yo come here uh here real quick tell everybody your name rio robinson this is a famous right. fan right here rio, this is our uh, guy that was dancing with jason right yeah at the, uh, and rio's at the got level. his own podcast and everything um what was your favorite moment tonight
0: I think it was the pyrotechnic laser show because we don't see stuff like that here.
1: <laughs> Not what I was expecting, but all right, good oh, answer. Oh,
0: okay, but if I want to give you a football one, De'Ami Brown looks like the real deal, and he looks like a legitimate option on the outside opposite Terry.
1: How much did you enjoy tonight?
0: Oh, it was excellent. It was excellent. The vibes, the transparency, the accessibility of everybody, Jason and Tanya walking around. The fans seem happier here than they've been in a long time.
1: I agree with that. That fits that in perfectly to what game. we were talking yeah. about, Rio. Two things. One helped. It was perfect weather. It was a nice breeze. wasn't too hot and it, it, it the vibe was really good. Thank you. I know you're leaving. You're welcome to leave. I, I just actually, wanted to ask you. Appreciate uh, all that yeah, yeah, dude, good for sure. You. Um it was a really good vibe, dude. And uh you could feel it. I mean, I had we were here early doing live hits for four and the parking lots weren't that full, but like everybody was happy. There's optimism coming from last year. Um most, you know, you got good young players that are all pretty nice guys.
3: There's a, there's a there's a romanticism around this football team right now. There's a, there's all of the goodwill that this team could have, all things considered, is there. And I think you're seeing a little bit of that on a Friday night in August when it's a beautiful night and fans are able to come out here and watch. It was it was just a, it was a cool like Rio
4: said it was a cool ass vibe and it was a lot of fun. Let's just cherish this in case they go 0 two right away and we'll just have to look back on this perhaps being a nice time. But I'm I'm living in the moment and I'm enjoying
1: it. Well, and I'll say this, dude. <laughs> I am gonna really romanticize now. When I oh, pulled up this stadium sucks. Getting yeah. here was awful. I don't know what was going on in the beltway, if there's like construction. Who's a genius is doing construction between like Georgia and New Hampshire Avenue? That's just Tra- Friday. Traffic was awful. This stadium sucks. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend. But I finally get here, I finally pull in and I see people grilling and I see three little boys playing football right over here right over here so I, yeah, yeah yeah when I pulled, I pulled in,
3: in I like I thought that was the coolest thing I And dude that. it was <laughs> so
1: great like some guy uh fan of the pod came over we took a picture we were talking for a second and I was like man no matter what like traffic this place the amount of losses we see all the stuff all the stuff we've had to endure like you see that and you're like all right let's do this like it's football like it's coming and Win, win or lose, we still love it, and uh, I don't know. It was a fun night; it really was. Uh, I want to get down to football business. Um, a lot of guys didn't practice. You got the list?
4: Um, yes, I have a mental list, a la Mitch Tischler, and the new addition that is a little worrisome.
1: William, William Jackson, Jackson, Jackson III. the Third. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who
1: hadn't been having that great of practices? Certainly William not.
4: Said it was a Charlie horse.
1: Yeah, but then he said thigh contusion, contusion, I think.
4: Yeah, that's a Charlie horse. I know, but depending Did on ever how you punched in
3: the thigh like, sure. I mean we all had a Charlie horse well, probably not Pete, but the rest of us have had Charlie
4: horses before.
1: <laughs> have I've you had ever a had a
4: Charlie cont- horse? Yeah, my brother's given me plenty. So uh but depending on how deep that contusion is, it could be a while. Aren't you uh, like a foot
1: taller than your brother?
4: No. He used to pummel me. He used okay. to like dump S on me when I was showering and throw things I loved down the toilet. He all right, good.
1: ran my life. At least um, somebody messed with you.
4: Yeah. Uh William Jackson third, out. I'm just going to try and go
1: in order here. Ioannidis was and there, yeah. not practicing. Kyle Allen didn't practice. Cam Curl returned
4: from his illness. Shaka, nice to Tony,
1: and Casey Tuhill. Yep, two
4: of your backup edge rushers out. Um, Curtis Samuel still not available, still not seen. Um, David Sharp still in the yep. protocol as well.
1: The um, like we William Jackson thing two. kind of stood out. Samus Reyes. Yep. I, I think Operation Pop. Hide This Dude is well underway Operation He's already, he, he had an e brace after
4: having a wrap, so it's now maybe going into a different direction. Yeah, so there's. It's
1: going into, yo, we're going to put you on the IR direction. Sure. And the IR has shorter terms now, so they can turn it around if they think he's ready. I think that's it. That plane is low. Where is that plane going? Andrews? Is that a military plane? That's a giant ass plane.
4: No like, that plane is, are, is
1: too is. low to be going to BWI.
3: It's got to be going to JBA.
4: No, no matter how old you are, you'll always stop and look at an airplane in the sky. Yeah, always.
1: Yeah. Sure. Sure. Thank you. Gladly. Um, So everybody knows, we got 20 minutes left.
4: A guy on a bike told us so, and he's He's kind of ripped. A guy on a bike. security guard.
1: Security. I know he's super ripped too, so I'm gonna listen to him. He is kind of jacked. Yeah. Um, So let's move. Sure. Um, William Jackson, 25 alarm scale. I'm more concerned about. I'm a
4: six about his performance and a three about his injury. Yeah. Seven about his it's performance. too early. It, it,
3: missing one practice when they have an off day tomorrow and they're back on Sunday,
1: and they kind of didn't really practice yesterday.
3: Yeah, so I bet let's he'll be back. What, we'll see. Yeah, let's see. I think I, I would guess that that anybody I'm at a had, four. I'm yeah, not hyping I was it up. Say, it's not super high.
1: But I also wanted to check back in on the Curtis Samuel alarm scale. Just yep. goes up more and more. Mitch, you,
4: you going down like always?
1: Nope. Mitch Certainly is at negative? I think. <laughs> I think. I think I. Gone
3: as low as seven and a half.
4: Is it about time to ask Ron for an update again? I know he hates talking about it. And I'm sure he's going to hate this
1: well, one. Do we know? Still I, it's in not the, time to ask oh, until, until he gets a COVID, COVID update. Okay, right. yeah, you got to get off the COVID protocol before sure. we can. Which I wonder if that's a new way to bury guys. They're like, oh, yeah, he popped again. Can't talk about it. Sure. I don't. I don't know that you can do that. Yeah, I doubt the. You like to think there's not manipulation sort of, of the COVID protocol, yeah. but
4: well, one way to assage slash assuage that is to have a rookie third rounder who's. Shining quite a bit, and that would be Diami Brown, as Rio said. So, I mean, you of course want Curtis. The versatility he gives you being able to run those jet sweeps. He's quicker, I'd say, than Diami. Maybe Diami has better long speed. So, you want him. You paid him $40 million, but Diami Brown, I think, is ready for some first team reps and would be ready for Sunday if they need him. I think he's getting them. Yeah, I think he's ready for more, though. Just him and Terry across from each other. Because he's still doing Cam Sims and a few I others. I was going to say, well, let's not forget about Cam Sims here. Yeah. But I'd rather have Diami, I think, than Cam. If
1: we're I think so, on. too. I think you move. Brown up. Yeah. I like Cam, but I think Brown's more explosive. Yeah. Now, yeah. And he can Cam do he gives can do you something more. different, though. Right. Because he has the size, the size and the length. Um, talk about your boy. Talk about Paris's boy. Why am I blanking? Tory.
4: Oh, Tori McTire. So there's a I, cornerback you know, here.
1: I'm preparing everyone – that consumes this podcast. Get ready for an onslaught of articles from every outlet that covers the Washington football team. Yeah, with Tory McTire, we stories. uncovered
4: a new gem, and everybody's going to just destroy it for the next couple of days.
1: It's like Ted the Bird, but Ted the Bird was cool for ninety minutes. Number thirty-five
4: <laughs> minutes. on defense, Tory McTyre. He is a free agent cornerback who's played in the league a little bit. He played with the Dolphins. He bounced around. I think was he's the in Chiefs. His fifth year. Yeah, he's been around for a while. I think twenty seventeen was when he entered the league. Um, but in camp. First couple days, he made a bunch of deflections. We're like, all right, this is Torrey McTire. Then it just kept happening. Kept happening, kept happening. Tonight, he had an interception off a tipped pass, and Ron finally was asked about him and said, yeah, we found asked him. Asked repeatedly. Asked repeatedly. He got a barrage of Torrey McTyre questions. But as we've talked about multiple times, that back end of the cornerback depth chart is wide pretty open. wide open. And Torrey McTyre, I swear, he's been around the ball a
1: ton. And I think there was some early excitement about Daryl Roberts that hasn't really – Materialized Delivered, materialized. Um, Dude, watch. Torrey McTire. I think, is on
4: my top three. Watch him in the first preseason game. Aside from all the obvious guys, I want to see if he can carry this practice play into real play.
1: Something to watch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's I got think, good size. Uh,
4: he's kind of lanky. And Ron said he stood out when they studied him. So that's why he's here, and that's why he's thriving.
3: Um, John Bastic. Interception during the middle of practice today. Right at the goal line. And yeah. a hell of a post-game presser. A lot a hell of, financial of A game presser.
1: Yeah. I mean, Pete, he, you need we've to known he's smart, right? Yeah. Like, just from... Yeah. A, it's also It also reminds me how sad it is we don't get to be in the locker room because that's the kind of stuff you like talk about. Right. I remember talking to Boston about that three years ago now, but it's just it kind of you get distance from it. Um, good dude. I, I'm zero surprised that he's helping young guys and trying to tell them to, what does uh, Marshawn say? Protect your chicken? Count your chicken? I don't know. Marshawn says a lot.
3: Yeah, It's not chicken, but it's protect your something.
1: No, it's definitely chicken. Is it chicken? Yeah. All right. Anyway, go ahead.
3: Just another stack and stack solid pra- practices. I had him as a one thing a couple of days ago and uh, And he just he keeps playing well out there and I think particularly in the red zone where we saw him get that interception When he stepped right in front of John Bates off of the Taylor Heineke pass I think it's somewhere that he's gonna be able to really show up because he can clog the middle real well against the run and has that veteran savvy to step in passing lanes and and make a difference over the middle so I continue to be impressed by him. I love hearing him talk about how much he's helping the young guys. And I think as we continue on here, he could be a, he could be a nice piece for this defense uh,
4: as we go forward. I got a yee, yee, and that is Cameron Cheeseman. Uh, yeah. No. There is a field goal kind of late in the night after one of the drives kind of stalled out. Short field goal. We were all half paying attention. All of a sudden the snap comes in high and hot, goes right through Tress's hands. I don't know necessarily if it's a wild pitch, a pass ball, how you score that, but they had to redo it. And the next snap was super low. Tress had to basically grab it off its side and get it up just in time for Dustin Hopkins. Hit and, a super low ball. And Hopkins hit like a knuckleball that maybe cleared the crossbar by four feet. So I think Nate Katzer is going to have plenty to talk about with his young, long snapper. And that was not a damper on the night because no one really cares, I think, of the fans, but – for us, that's definitely something to track in the coming days.
3: I think it's also something that we talked about when he got drafted. They got rid of a fan favorite in Nick Sunberg, and used a draft pick on a long snapper. You know, th- something that doesn't get done every year and or th- all that all that often. So I, I think that there is going to be a little extra eyeballs on him, a lot of not just from the media but from the fan base too, because. You know, Nick was one of those guys who was a set it and forget it guy for the most part, and you didn't, you never saw a bad snaps from him. Didn't have to think about what the long snapper was doing the first time. Cheese Airmails won. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a story. It's gonna be a thing for
1: sure. I wonder. I don't know when we'll talk to Tress, but I wonder if Tress wouldn't blame himself for that first one. It was a little high, but he could have caught it. No, he I mean, definitely it was could. right about helmet level. Yeah, it wasn't he's that caught high. worse. Right.
4: It, it just was, seemed like it came out really hot, but I. But then the second one, it's thing. like,
1: it's like when you. When you're putting and you blast the first one 20 yards long and then yep. you leave the next one seven yards short, yeah, like correction. Yeah, because um, the That's second cool. one was definitely there should, bad Also, snap. there
4: just hasn't been enough background noise on this pot, so here comes a bunch of police cars with yeah, their sirens. Yeah, like, what on. is going on here? It's also August. At least 6th, there's no
3: band. And we kind of clown whoever it was that asked. Uh,
4: that guy shouldn't be driving right towards now. the cops. I don't think. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> is this like a Police chase? Are they going after that guy? That guy's There's going certainly right someone to the going after that
3: defense. guy that just went flying by. <laughs> I don't know. I, we, it's August sixth. We got to remember that. We, we, we keep saying on. that every day. It gets a little closer right. to the season. No, but I'm saying, uh, Cam Sims cut a cut a route off short, and the end of and uh, and Fitzpatrick ended up throwing a pick, and it was like, hey, how concerned are you about you know one miscommunication on August sixth? Like, I, we've watched enough practices. We've watched yeah, special teams once or twice a day. I don't know that we've seen a bevy of bad snaps from, from Cameron Cheeseman to the point that we should necessarily be concerned about it. However, when it happens in front of the stand in front of the fans
4: and everyone notices it, certainly it's going to be something that gets talked about. Have we teased our interview at the end of the podcast yet? No,
1: tease. Please tease me.
4: J.P. Finley sat tease down me with a player many fans will care to hear about, Antonio Gibson. And they talked about everything from the Russell Westbrook trade because Antonio loves LeBron to what it's like to be a parent in training camp and, of course, to... How he's handling the position still, so it's good interview. Check it out at the end of the pod. The Westbrook
1: stuff was all you. You wanted me to ask him that. Well, you were in the chair asking him, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, you want to do one thing? Let's do one thing. Go ahead if you're ready, big man. You can go. Whoever wants to go. I can go. I'll go. No, uh, no, go no. ahead. My my <laughs> one thing,
3: my one thing just had to do with the field here at FedEx. Ah, for years it's been you know, bagged on, laughed at, and I would say largely for the past couple years maybe two three four years it hasn't been as big of an issue as it as it used to be but they did spend the off season completely redoing it they busted it all the way down to the studs the they cut all the way down to the sand and the original drainage pipes that were there they redid the sand the sod the grass the whole 13 inches down they uh, and it looked beautiful and uh, you know talking with some folks today they they wanted that field to get beat up as much as possible today during that practice because if you think about the way practices are run you have the O line doing drills, kind of in the corner of the end zone. You have, you know, the linebackers working on at midfield, but on the sideline, right. parts of the field that won't get a lot of work. Yeah, non-traditional in the season parts are getting work today, and, and they kind of wanted it. It sounded like breaking in the catcher's glove. They wanted to get churned up a little bit. They wanted to see, you know, kind of how it was going to react to uh, to, to semi-game like uh, conditions with a bunch of guys out there, and, and it looked good. It held up well, and seemed to seemed to be uh, seemed to be a bright spot.
1: Also helps to not have any concerts or soccer games or whatever oh, the hell else they have out here and that stuff's coming too. So, uh, it did look good. Um, my one thing's going to be out on the field but I, I ended up in the club level for a few minutes saying hi to some folks and I thought it was cool. They had an event in the club level. I mean, l- let's be transparent here. They're desperately trying to sell tickets. That is very, very obvious. As you walked around they showed like prices for different tickets and yeah. stuff. Um, what's up, Greg? See you, got a, Greg. Got a wave from Greg. Um, the club level, everything was free, which I was kind of stunned by, including the booze. Booze is never free. How much um, booze did you have? Zero. Dude, I got a lot of booze offers work in the parking lot. And I'm like, dude, it's 4 o'clock. Like, I got to work a while. <laughs> Pete was shotgunning beers in Buffalo. I remember that. Um, Can't confirm that at all. That seems I was, like a uh, fake. I was texting with Perino I'm, quite sure I'm excited Pete for Buffalo. I'm officially excited <laughs> for too. Buffalo. Me too. Can't wait. Um, It was one of my favorite trips of the year. All right, dude. Um, (laughs) uh, One thing on the field, and I haven't done this much yet because I never, ever thought it was a competition. I think Fitzy's really pretty locked in. Not as far as being the quarterback. That was never a debate. But, like, I don't know how it's going to go over the course of 17 games. But I think he's going to come out hot. Like, I I think... We all know that it's a two-act play. There's Fitzmagic and Fitztragic. I kind of think he's going to come out throwing darts. And I think I think that week one game is going to be a lot of fun because I, I'm not entirely sure, especially when you look at the pass yards given up last year and how dominant they were. I think Nick Mullins and Ben DiNucci and company had something to do with that. Mm-hmm. I think Justin Herbert's going to be ready to play too. But – <laughs> This is stupid, and it's August sixth, and I have five weeks, six weeks. I kind of think we'll see a shootout week one. I was going to playing say playing the, the early thing.
3: over here. Well, early on in the NFL, traditionally unders are a great play, just because teams are starting to get their Ugly. feet under under them and figure it out. But I, I kind of agree with you. I, I think that things might get moving early at FedEx <laughs> Field, <laughs> September. What is that?
1: Third? I haven't 12, seen a lot of 12? shootouts
4: here in recent seasons either. Well, That'd on be one fun. side. Yeah, one part of that scoreboard's a You've little bit yeah
1: Uh that's my one thing, man. I think Fitz keeps saying it, and I think he's too smart and too savvy of a veteran to say to like try to overhype expectations, especially for a guy that has kind of been run out of town everywhere he's been, and he keeps saying how he's playing the best football of his career. And I and don't I think I love he, the situation. Right, like he's, he's not sharded. trying to sell tickets with
3: that. Like yeah. he's just telling the truth. Do we need to pin down JP on this? No. Fitz,
1: Pro Bowl or no? No. Okay. I right, mean. Pete, what do you got for one thing? My one thing. Hold on to so the Pro Bowl question. Rogers, Russ Wilson, Dak. Although this Dak injury thing is a little wacky. Well, I, the problem with this Pro Bowl
4: is Fitz doesn't want to play in it because the Super Bowl. And he needs to be studying for <laughs> film there. All right. That's a John Keimler. Is line. that your I'd one thing? Like, I have two one things. My quick one thing is JP's truck bed is great. Go I have to Orsman and one buy we, uh, it. We can
1: push it back further if you want no, to lay down good. or something. No, It
4: seems like we kind of want to leave soon before that guy comes over and harasses us again. My other He's one thing, doing his job. I got no yeah. problem with the guy. I, My other I just one
1: wish th- there was some understanding that there's nowhere for the media to go, so we do it in the parking lot so we're away from other people and maybe give us a break.
4: And then there's some helicopters and police chases happening. My other one thing is I think we've all seen a few— Stephen Montez Taysom Hill comparisons and our Twitter mentions and on our timelines. <laughs> this is a good call, Pete. S T O P with those. Stephen Montez has trouble throwing deep. He is not as athletic, as fast as Taysom Hill. He's a not nice as run good. Today. He's not nearly as good. He is nowhere near as good as Taysom Hill. So Stephen Montez is a fine practice squad candidate. He deserves to get some reps in preseason after missing out last year. I would say he is very far from being NFL ready, and even further away from being. Good NFL ready. So just stop drawing that dumb comparison.
1: Yeah, I've heard you. G- Maybe you wrote about I that. I wrote and about it, and now yeah. I want to
3: say it. Good. My uh, other one thing was just a funny little sidebar. We talked about the Fitz play action to Terry Curry. McLaurin. Yep. And Fitz, the showman that he is, we talked about the other day when he ah, had the yes. rushing touchdown and when and hyped up the crowd. Was that the last practice in Richmond, I believe? Yeah, second to last or second last. Second to last. No, it was a fan appreciation day. I think. Either right. way, um, you're flawless. Through the uh, through flawless. the long pass to to McLaurin, went running down the field, doing his best air guitar, yeah, you know, JR Smith yeah, type celebration, whatever it was, three ball thing. I hope, JP,
4: I hope you're listening. Hope yeah, you studied JP. this,
3: and then turned and then turned around after he got to the end zone, found Terry McLaurin, and the two of them executed a flawless <laughs> chest bump. No, no ribs, and or I, hurt. I I I Listen, perked I, up in the press box and I looked for you, and
1: you were nowhere to be found. I have largely bitten my tongue about the chest bump. But I think I was hung out to dry by my partner. You think to get
4: you dirty?
3: Here's what I could have guaranteed you was going to happen. The further we get away from it, the
4: more blame I was going to take for it. I (laughs) know that much. At the end, it's going to be you took out a baseball bat and hit him in the ribs. (laughs) It was supposed
1: to be a chest bump, and I got hip checked. It's kind of what happened. You're sold a false bill again.
3: (laughs) I am a big man. Tough to miss me on a a, chest bump. You went north.
1: I went west. And thus, I, I got miscommunication. I got the Grand Canyon. Right.
3: And here's the thing. We're as we August said, 6. it was the biggest hit in Richmond. It was the by, biggest hit in Richmond.
1: By August 12th, it's going to be I took out a baseball bat and swung it at his ribs as he no, came by. No, 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 I, You know what? I finally went to the dock. I got some meds. Feeling a little bit better. Um, still a ways away. But Good. we're uh, My f- glad things are moving in the right direction.
4: My final note, on a scale of 1 to 10, 0 being I'm going to go to sleep and not think about it ever again, 10 being I'm furious. How did we – what do we think about the end of practice there?
1: I, I think JP I was a little it. upset. It's just Mickey Mouse. Like, I'll
4: set the scene. Final play, clock running down, and there's basically a, hey, Fitz, drop back, throw a bomb to McLaurin. The defense is going to run half speed. Let's catch a touchdown and send everybody home with a smile on their face. And JP didn't receive it so warmly in
1: the press box. I just, you had an awesome night. Like, you don't need, like, yeah. I just didn't. What was the scale? Zero. I'm never going to think about it again. Yeah, Ten. I'm, I'm sure curious. Like a three? I, I'm at a point 1. One point 1.5. Yeah. Like, I just don't think I get it, especially Shit. there's probably kids. I, I'll say this. Like, It's I, a
4: good memory for the kids, but for someone who's such a hard ass like Ron, it was
1: a little bit. Odd. I, I'll, but that's kind of what I'm saying. They're all in on trying to get fans back, and it's almost a little. Hokey. Yeah, and it's okay. Kitschy. Uh, certainly kitschy. I'll say this, and one thing I thought was really cool about tonight just because I'm at this damn stadium so much and spend so much time here, like, you kind of know the fans at a certain point. Like, there's a lot of people I recognize. Like, I know who sits where. We do our live hits in one spot. Um, there were a lot of people here tonight that I don't know, but I think we're making, like, a FedEx debut. Yeah. Or maybe they were able to come to this because it was free, and yeah. there's other things they don't get to come to. And that was awesome. And that was really, really cool. And so maybe... There's a kid out there sure. that doesn't realize that was just, like, exactly. kind of a fake thing, yeah, yeah. and that's, that's great. Like, it's great for him, but for me, like, it's also supposed to be a practice. You had, you had Antonio Gibson do a TV interview in the middle of practice. Mm-hmm. Can't imagine Ron loves that either. I don't imagine so. I, I understand the... But you got a six weeks of training camp. Right. Like, it's okay to have one— Maybe not pressing the gas so hard. I, I understand both sides. I understand the wrinkle, the, how it
3: would wrinkle you to see that the guy on the bike's back. Yeah, hey, he's just doing his job. I, I, I understand how that that would wrinkle you Speaking in the being football worlds or whatever. But like, like you said, there are a ton of folks that were there for the first time, kids, all of this that you know might not have seen whoever the DB was, Kendall Fuller, not even run one step after it right. and get super excited that. The brand new quarterback you know how much threw a long the touchdown. The DBs didn't? hate that. Yeah,
1: that like wait we have to pretend to get burnt. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's hard, hard enough already. Star yeah.
3: player caught a touchdown from the brand yeah, yeah. new quarterback. I get it. I get it. I get everyone it. got to cheer and they got to end on a high note. You know, think about how many practices end in Ashburn with a Steven Montez pick in the end zone. Every single one of them. And the defense gets super <laughs> excited, and it's a it's a, it's a nice moment. I, I get it know. all. I wasn't gonna bring it up. Pete brought it up. I We're just talking, wanted we, to, we just talked do to do all, it. We talked. We started. We started hey, we, talking about the romanticism around here. That's a perfectly romantic place. We talk about everything on this pod.
1: Um, all right. Speaking of talking about everything, should we go to Gibson? Sure. Let's go to Gibson. Um, no Thanks. practice Saturday. We'll talk to you Sunday. Thank you for listening. You made it this far. I oh, owe beer. Here comes Antonio Gibson. On the football field, the action happens in the blink of an eye. It's like that off the field, too, when you've been injured. In a split second, your life is changed. Whether on the field or in the courtroom, when you've been injured, you need the right teammates by your side. You need Chasen Boscolo, a law firm willing to protect and fight for your rights. On the football field or in the courtroom, having the right team determines whether you win or lose. When injuries change your life, call Chase and Boscolo, trial lawyers that care.
2: see over the past 100 years we've learned that to succeed in business we've got to keep our customers happy and that's the oarsman story oarsman chrysler jeep dodge ram let's ride together
1: always a pleasure to get to talk with antonio gibson antonio this is a very different training camp for you because last year you're a rookie converting from wide receiver to running back now all of a sudden you're a running back that put together a thousand yard totals total yards last season with some high expectations. How Mm -hmm. different does it feel? Uh, Not too much uh,
0: different. Uh, Still taking that learning process, you know, obtaining as much as I can, um, you know, going from there, uh, trying to improve from uh, last year's. uh, Like I said, plenty of times cut short a little bit of what I really wanted, so to, um, you know, try to help the team out as best as I can
1: on on doing my part. And you've said before how much Scott Turner helped you early on last year when you were really learning to be Mm -hmm. a running back. How different is that? Just having at least that, that knowledge base now, or, or do you feel like you're you're seeing things faster, or learning things faster?
0: Uh, definitely, it's not too much of a uh, playbook of, of knowing where the blocks is. It's, it's more of the details and and knowing the situations and knowing the little things and when I'm in a route, what to do, or when I'm a mid run on like how to set up blocks or you know how to adjust the defense, so things of that nature.
1: Do you think you could be
0: more involved in the pass game this season? Uh, definitely. And, and, you know, we got one of the best uh, um, passes out of the backfield, uh, JD McKissick. And, um, so, you know, take as much as I can from him. And, you know, the more they get me involved, you know, just um, learning under him and, and when I, when they do
1: put me in, you know, do my job. A lot of new faces on offense. Uh-huh. I mean, the offensive line is you got two new tackles. Yes, sir. Um, you got new receivers, new tight ends. How is everybody kind of gelling together? Uh, good. Uh,
0: we are uh, putting on consecutive uh, good practices back to back, and um, it's starting to look good. Uh, you know, we got a nice QB room, and um, watching them compete, and, um, you know, just going out there taking, taking, you know, adjusting to what they're doing, learning how everybody plays, and uh, you know, just putting it all together. And then, what about Fitz? Fitz, gotta gotta love him. Uh, I say the most carefree player I ever seen. Kind of when you see him playing, you know, out there relaxed kind of kind of help you ease you down a little bit so loving that it seems like he has made a quick connection with logan thomas uh-huh. have you noticed that uh, i think anybody can probably make a quick connection with logan logan gets open he's gonna block he's gonna do his job and he gonna run hard so i mean that's a big target right there
1: yesterday was the first day with pads uh-huh. definitely seemed like the uh the conversation was ramped up yeah what side of the ball talks more after a big play Defense. You,
0: I was about to say, if y'all see it on the film, uh, they make an interception. They storm in the field, uh, so I got, I get, I get them that one right there. Yeah, I mean, they go nuts. Yeah, for, for sure.
1: But have you noticed? It seems especially with JD that Montez Sweat has started talking more. I think this year than maybe he has in the past.
0: I don't know. He's been talking. I don't know if you. Maybe I just wasn't seeing him. But he making a play. He's he, he getting them worries out. <laughs>
1: um, did you enjoy just uh, one week of Richmond last year? I mean, you didn't get any of this kind of fans involved in the offseason.
0: Uh, I did. Uh, you know, like, I think we got a couple games with the fans. At home, it was family and friends. Of course, love that. But uh, it's nothing like those fans, you know, being there to supports you, all the yells, all the screams, you know, cheering you on. So I definitely
1: enjoyed that. I mean, I know some of the road games you had fans at yeah. last year, but this will be your first year. I mean, how excited are you week one FedEx Field, Chargers coming to town? Yeah i'm waiting to see the stadium packed
0: out so uh if y'all listening man i need y'all to pack out the stadium i need y'all on y'all p's and
1: q's i need y'all loud i want to hear it has even just like your social media changed because i know like you're on instagram and twitter Uh here and there like are, are washington fans just all like rooting for like do they reply to everything you do uh i got a few
0: that that consistently reply no matter what it could be something i'm Quoting my friend or replying to my friend is we need this from you we want you to do this this year so yeah I I get that
1: um preseason action starts next week how is the toe where you at with the toe
0: I'm fine uh I'm out there making cuts running routes blocking so I'm fine is it out of mind now yeah definitely
1: is that the most important part just when you don't feel like you need to think about it
0: oh yeah definitely uh when you injure it it's a lot of mental, uh, mental aspects to it, too, and that's that's usually with big injuries. Well, that was a big injury, but kind of, like, get that out so you're not – even when you're not hurt, sometimes people tend to to think about you limp or you kind of compensating on the other side. So try to get out your head, play as fast as you can, you know, worry about it after the game, you know, make sure you treat
1: it up well so you can be ready for the next day. Um, my last one, are you a big Lakers fan or are you a big LeBron fan?
0: I'm gonna be honest. I'm a I'm a LeBron fan, so I'm not gonna bandwagon with the team. But it's you know gonna support the team because LeBron on the team.
1: I love to see him do great because so many people hate on. him. I am I don't hate on LeBron. I'm kind of like lukewarm. Like I respect what he's done, uh-huh. who he is. I just whatever. He's not my guy, right? I'm a, I'm a KD guy, but I can respect that. Yeah. The, the Lakers just traded for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I'm a Wizards fan. Who won that trade? The Lakers. What you, what? I say the
0: Lakers. Uh, I went to, I think I went to one of their last playoffs games before they went to Philly, and uh, I think Westbrook had about like twelve, eighteen, and eleven at halftime. I'm like, what? And it didn't even look like it, so I was just like, dude, put up stats, crazy. He puts up stats he, like crazy. He played hard. You think
1: he he and LeBron could coexist? Listen, Russ is the biggest
0: alpha of all time in the NBA. Definitely. Uh, I think he will uh, win. He hasn't really had a team like that, Westbrook, if you want to be. He had some players, but he hasn't really had a team, so it'll be kind of nice to um, see how he uh, he plays. And I'm lying. He did. He had KD. And, uh, and they went the, to a finals. Uh, yeah, so I'm lying about that part. But it's it'll be interesting to see him play with like a big-time vet like LeBron so and, and Melo as well to
1: um, see how they coexist. How old your little one? Two months right now. Yep, seven, eight weeks. How hard is it? To not get any sleep with a two month old in the middle of training camp. She uh, in Atlanta.
0: Nah, she's she's here. Uh, oh boy, it's not it's not bad, but uh, I say the the worst day was probably and it's just the beginning, but I say the worst day was probably like yesterday. She woke up like three times in the morning. The first day was four pm or uh, four am. That's when she usually wakes up, and then I go back to sleep after a while. But the other day she woke up like three four times, and I was like, ah.
1: The worst times to get woken up by a baby are between like one and five am. Like if you have to stay up late till one, you can kind of manage that. Uh-huh. And if you wake up early at five, it's like, all right, I'm up. I'll start my day. Uh-huh. But two, three, four a.m. just wrecks
0: yeah, your day. My, my girl does a good job. She uh, she uh, she always helping out. She knows that I need my rest, so she she kind of take care of things in the morning.
1: Especially right now yeah. in camp, where you got two days and a long time. Uh-huh. So when you get home. You try to spend like an hour with her, or Definitely, is she
0: sleeping? Uh, I probably get my study in there, and then make sure I spend some time with them. Kind of little attitude one day where I kind of went in there, did my own thing, and then went to sleep. It was like, what my, like what my
1: time is. So I was like, make sure I get that time in for sure. You got to You got to yeah. keep mom and baby happy. That's rule number
0: one. Definitely. All
1: right, Antonio, thank you so All much. Right, thank man. you. Appreciate it. We, we, you do the incredible Josh Norman quote. They
4: sit in their seats and they They BOO!